All right, welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Monday through Thursday <laughs> live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are watching this show for the first time or listening and you're like, who's this lady? I don't know who she is. I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So things like making sure you have your articles of incorporation, getting your EIN numbers and done numbers, making sure you have appropriate contracts so you don't get burned by clients and partners, brand protection strategies like trademarks and patents and copyrights, and also hiring policies so you don't get sued for discrimination. I help you do all these things, set up these foundations so that you can grow as a business, all right? Um, if you're wondering why I'm qualified to help you do all of these things, I'm very happy that you asked. I'm a licensed attorney. I have been one for 14 years and counting. I have started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support, and most important, I am very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas, and if you're going to be successful, there are just some things that you need to know. There is no way around it. So that is why I am here to help clear up the mystery of business formation. Okay. Uh, yes. So if you are in the startup phase of your business, or if you're thinking about starting a business and you don't know where to start, you want to call your girl, Natalie. How are you going to get in contact with me? You're going to go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. That is, uh, the only link on my bio on Instagram and it's all over my page on Facebook at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. You can find everything that's going on with me. You can book yourself a free 15 minute consultation. If you are a first time client, you can download my free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. You can also uh, peruse my video trainings, like my EIN training, my Dunn's number training, my operating agreement training, my brand protection training, my business startup basics training. That's all available at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. And you can also subscribe to the YouTube page and the YouTube channel and the podcast at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. So Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is our hub for where you can find everything that's going on with me. Okay. But that's enough about me. Let's get on to the show. So the way that the show works for those who might be new, I think something might be going on with Instagram because I don't see anybody in there right now. And usually they've popped in by now, but that's okay. Um, so the way that the show works is I pull stories from the news, stories from blog side stories that you guys send me, and I we I pull the ones that have lessons that we can learn as business owners, and we chat about them. Okay, so this is a time for you to get involved. Don't be shy to you know give your questions or comments as long as you are not driving like my girl Whitney. If you are driving, keep your hands at ten and two. Uh, Margaret, we might be holding it down tonight, you and me, girl, and that's okay. All right. All right, so uh, let's get started, all right? Um, so if you, <laughs> so if you uh, have heard, if, uh, I mean, if you're watching me on Instagram, you obviously know what Instagram is, but uh, my Facebook friends, if you use Instagram, please give me an eye. If you are watching me on Facebook right now and you have an Instagram account, Give me an I, okay? 
Now, we know that Instagram is where, you know, we post our pictures and, and video clips and reels and stories. And Instagram is trying to be all things to all men uh, these days, right? Um, but uh, Instagram is where, you know, people share their life, right? Um, well, there is a company called R3 Media Corporation. And they are attempting to trademark, thank you, Margaret Massey, and they are attempting to trademark the name Instacarma. Instacarma, okay? Now, you may be asking yourself, what is Instacarma? Instacarma is the name of an app that this company is trying to develop for entertainment services. Hey, Arnetta, thanks for joining us from Inglewood, California. I love that. Um... Uh, so Instagram is opposing the trademark application for a company called R3 Media Corporation. They are a company that builds mobile apps and they have an app that they're trying to trademark called Instacarma. And this app called Instacarma is supposed to be for delivering entertainment services like film, TV, concerts, and basically transmission of media using a scanning code. So basically this Instacarma app is going to be kind of like a streaming app, much like, you know, the streaming apps for many of the networks that we like, Hey 76 Grim K, or, you know, the, 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 the strictly mobile apps like Quibi and Zeus and things like that. Right. Um, so when our three media was like, Hey, we're going to call our streaming app Instacarma, Instagram said, skirt on 22's, girl, what you think you're doing, right? Because Instagram said, look, there is a high likelihood of confusion with Instagram and Instacarma. People are probably going to think that Instacarma is related to Instagram, which it is not. Instagram said, look, we've been in this game since at least 2010, right? We've been using the name Instagram. Our name is known out there. Our name is well-known. People know the name to be for this app that delivers audio-visual content. So for there to be another app that delivers audio-visual content, meaning film, TV, concerts, things like that, and calling it Instacarma, that is going to cause confusion that Instacarma is somehow related to Instagram, right? So I want to know from you guys, do you think that Instagram has a credible argument here? Is there a possibility of confusion between Instagram, the app that transmits images and audiovisual content, and Instacarma, this app that is supposed to be transmitting film, TV, and concerts, right? So it's a streaming app. Would there be confusion between Instagram and Instacarma if you were to see these two apps in some type of mobile app store? What do you think? What do y'all think? Um, my, my phone is popping on tonight. Okay. What do y'all think? So do you think Instagram has a credible argument here or do you think Instagram is doing too much? Um, Margaret Massey said, I don't be on there much. I understand Facebook much better. I don't think there will be confusion. After all, there is Instacart. Right, but Instacart is a shopping app for groceries. It's not an app that is meant 
to stream media, right? Whereas in um, this Instacarma app is meant to stream media. And on Instagram, we do stream media. We have pictures, we have audio visual content, content, we have audio content. 76 Grimk said, yes, there is a possibility for confusion, 100%. Okay, so maybe if you're more of an Instagram person, there would be a possibility of confusion. Margaret Massey is not... Um, is not a, a, a uh, is not a big Instagram user. Arnetta, you don't think there's a possibility of confusion between Instagram and Instacarma? Um, okay, so I'm I am interested to know why my Facebook uh, watchers don't think that there is a possibility of confusion between Instagram and Instacarma. Is it because you don't use Instagram that much? Because I, I actually agree with 76 Grimke. Because I use Instagram so much, when I hear the word Insta, I immediately think of the app Instagram. So maybe this is a, a Facebook versus Instagram thing. Right? Um, but I, I, I would like to hear from my Facebook watchers to know why you think Instagram and Instacarma would not be, um, there would not be a possibility of confusion if you were to see both of these apps in the marketplace. Because they both give you audiovisual content. One is for film, TV, and concerts, concerts. The other is for images, audiovisual content, content, and visual content, Right? So they're kind of in the same industry. And remember, you, can, you can't have the same trademarks within the same industry, so there's not confusion. All right, I'm going to give my Facebook people like 10 more seconds, but it's... Okay. Um, Margaret Massey said, because Insta anything is common to me. Okay, right. So Insta might be common, but within the realm of apps that deliver audiovisual content, right? So remember, we're not just talking everything. We're talking strictly in the realm of apps that deliver audiovisual content. Do you think that there is a possibility of confusion between Instagram and Instacarma? So just for apps that deliver audiovisual content. So on Instagram, we go on Instagram to look at pictures and to look at videos. This Instacarma app is where people would be going to watch film, TV, and concerts. So it's a streaming app, okay? So um, I think that's where Instagram's issue comes in, is that people do go to Instagram for media. Um, Arnetta White Max said, yes, I'm fairly new to Facebook. Plus, I hear Insta so often for so many things. Okay, so... In the grand scheme of things, yes, Insta is very common. However, if we are just looking at, remember, when you file a trademark, when you have a trademark, it is only in your industry. It's not worldwide. It's not, you know, for everything. So Instagram's trademark is for mobile apps that deliver audiovisual content. This Instacarma app delivers audiovisual content. It may be longer than Instagram, but it's still audiovisual content, Okay. Um, you to Instagram, right? So, um, I think that Instagram, for me, I think that Instagram does have a credible argument here because the apps do operate in the same space. They deliver audio visual content. And for you to call yourself Instacarma, knowing that Instagram has been around for at least 10 years, 
that could cause a false association between Instagram and Instacarma. Okay. All right. So, um, I'm glad we did that because I didn't realize there was such a big divide between, um, Facebook users and Instagram users. All right. Moving on to our next story. Margaret Messi, get ready, girl. This is your story. Um, if you guys are familiar with Roblox, 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 please give me an R. Please give me an R in the comments, okay? Um, now, from what I can gather from my sources, Roblox is a video game. I guess it's kind of, uh, it's a competitor of Fortnite. Um, that's about all I know about it. But if you are familiar with Roblox, please give me an R in the comments. Margaret, where's your R, girl? I know you be spending that money on your granddaughter's uh, Robux. Um, Arnetta said, I'm sure that the company wanted to benefit from the name recognition. Absolutely, they did. I think that's what they did, too. Guys, just, um, just to be clear... Uh, for my Facebook followers, it does take me a little while to get to your comments because there's a 30 to 60 second delay on um, Facebook, okay? So please be patient with me. All right, Margaret Massey knows what Roblox is. 76 Grimke said no. All right, so uh, Margaret, let me go back to the beginning because Margaret was telling me what it is. She said, okay, so Roblox is a game that kids play. From what I can gather, it's kind of like Fortnite. It's a video game, right? Um, and there is a sound in Roblox that is, it's called the death sound and it's a very short sound. It's only about a third of a second and it's just the, it's oof, right? And that is the death sound. Um, now 164 million active users, right? Uh, here's the problem with the Roblox death sound. There is a sound creator and CEO of a company called Television Entertainment. His name is Tommy Tallarico. Tallarico actually created the OOF sound, um, and he owns the rights to it. He has a, tra- a sound trademark for OOF. Uh, it is a sound that he created for a game in 2000 called Messiah, right? So um, as Roblox was gaining you know, popularity, people started noticing that The death sound in Roblox was very similar to the death sound in Messiah. So much so that it got the attention of Tommy Tallarico, this game sound creator, right? Hey, Cynthia39, I feel like I haven't seen you in a month of Sundays. How you doing? Um, So Tommy was like, hold on. I created the sound. What's going on? Now, if you find out that somebody is using your intellectual property, like, you know, your song, your writings, whatever. What are your options for addressing somebody using your intellectual property without your permission? What can you do? What are your options? We talk about this all the time. We talk about this all the time. If somebody's using your trademark or something or something that you copyrighted without your permission what are your courses of action to uh to combat that okay there is a lawsuit but there's some stuff you can do before you go straight to the lawsuit sincere 39 what else can you do what else can you do what else can you do hey hey mm, mm. i'm gonna give y'all one more shot 
Yes. Okay. I got two people dead at the same time. 76 Grim K and Margaret said, send cease and desist. Absolutely. You can send a cease and desist. But there is also a third option. You can just reach out to them and talk to them, right? Thank you, AP Jackson. Send a cease and desist. Arnetta said, soup. All right. These are all options. But even before you get, <laughs> since they're not saying cut the check. Even before you get to that, let's say you just like, look, I just want to talk to you man to man, woman to woman, right? You can go to the company and be like, let's settle this. And that's exactly what Tommy Tallarico did. Tommy Tallarico went to the Roblox people and said, look, you're using my sound, right? So what are we going to do about it? Now, they have not disclosed what the settlement actually is, but Tommy Tallarico has um, settled this issue with Roblox. He is going to be getting some money from them. They have come to a financial settlement. They're also going to be licensing the oof sound from Tommy Tallarico. So now in Roblox, if you want to use the death sound, you can use it, but you you're, you have to buy it for a dollar now. And I think before you could use it for free. So this is why it is important to have your intellectual property in order. Because Tommy Tallarico, with that little oof sound, that third of a second sound that he created in 2000, he's getting cut a big old check from Roblox. And Mar- and um, um, and prior to the show starting officially, Margaret was telling me how she's always buying Roblox for her granddaughter. So y'all know that Tommy Tallarico is going to be getting a pretty penny from Roblox. So let this be a lesson to you that having your intellectual property in order can get you paid. Tommy Tallarico developed this third of a second sound 20 years ago, and he's now getting cut a check by one of the most, by by the, by, by one of the most popular, um, you know, games on the net right now. Margaret Massey said, oh goodness, something else for me to buy. It's for your grandbaby. It's worth it, Margaret. Okay. Let her have her death sound. But, you know, cheers to Tommy Tallarico. Good for you. Get your check. All right. Okay. So we are moving on to our next stories of the evening. But before we do that, I want to remind you guys that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are in the startup phase of your business and you are in need of some legal guidance to help you get on the road to entrepreneurship, I'm the person that you want to talk to. Go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and book a free 15 minute consultation today as well. Make sure that you download the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your uh, free, your, your, not your free, choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. AP Jackson just said Jimmy Walker can't use dino mite because he didn't own it. Ooh, I did not know that. Right? See why ownership is important? Jimmy J.J. Walker made dynamite, you know, a very, it's a very famous phrase, particularly in the African-American community. And Jimmy Walker can't even use it because he didn't own it. This is why ownership is important, people, okay? All right. Moving on to our, thank you for that, A.P. Jackson. Moving on to our next story of the evening. Uh, If you know about the, if you um, have heard of the brand Supreme, give me an S in the comments. We, we've we actually talked about Supreme 
a lot on this show. If you are familiar or have any knowledge of the brand called Supreme, please give me an S in the comments. For those of you who do not, Supreme is a streetwear brand. Um, their items are very expensive. Uh, they're very popular, particularly because they're in very limited quantities. Supreme, they'll set up a pop-up shop. They'll have items there. And then once those items are gone, that's it, right? So thank you for the S's, Shonda and 76 Grimke, right? Um, now, we know that Supreme has a very, you, uh, a standout trademark. It's, you know, Supreme written in right, written in white over a red background, right? It is a very prominent trademark. People know it. Hello, Rubina Patterson. And they pay a lot of money for that Supreme label. Well, this is paying off in, you know, tenfold for Supreme. If you did not know, Supreme has just been bought by the parent company that owns both Vans and Timberland, okay? Now, we know Vans and Timberland, those are big brands. So the company that owns Vans and Timberland just bought Supreme. How much do you think they purchased Supreme for? I'm going to give y'all three guesses for how much you think this, the parent company of Vans and Timberland paid to purchase the Supreme brand. How much you think they paid for it? How much do you think they paid for Supreme? Mm, mm. How much do you think? Because remember, think about the price point of Supreme, right? The, the, the Supreme items are not cheap. Uh, since Timberland was not sold, the company that owns Timberland just purchased Supreme Sincere 39. Not that high, 76 Grimke. No, actually, no, not that low. Actually, it's higher. 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 Higher, Margaret Massey. 76 Grimke said 100 million higher. Margaret said 14 higher. How much y'all think Supreme got bought for? Shonda said 100K. No, girl. Mm-mm. How much y'all, okay, we already got three guesses. Two million, no, y'all, Supreme has been purchased for $2.1 billion. Not million, billion. Supreme, this streetwear brand, Margaret said one billion. This streetwear brand that does their limited edition drops with the, with the white writing on the red background, they were just purchased for $2.1 billion dollars. This is the strength of your trademark. This is the strength of having brand recognition in the streets. People know what Supreme means. When you see Supreme, you think high end, you think, you know, lots of money and you think, you know, this is popular. So because of that, Supreme was able to command a $2.1 billion purchase price for that company, right? And that is why this episode is called a Supreme Price Tag. $2.1 billion for some t-shirts. Get your money, Supreme. I'm proud of you. All right? What's wrong, Papa? Okay. Um, Shonda said, I thought it was a LV, but Louis Vuitton. No, it's not Louis Vuitton. Margaret said, whoa. Yes. Um, $2.1 billion dollars all right 
Okay, so good luck to Supreme. I'm sure, you know, this parent company is going to do wonderful things with it. All right, we have time for one more story before we close out. Um, does anybody here own a drone? Anybody here own a drone or do you know what a drone is? If you know what a drone is or if you own a drone, give me a D in the comments. For those of you who may not know what a drone is, it's basically... Uh, a flying object that can, you know, take video, that can record video wherever it is. Okay? Thank you, Shonda, for the D. All right? Um, now, we know that when you get a trademark, your trademarks are good for about 10 years, right? Uh, you have to reapply every 10 years. Uh, who... Who, Supreme? Are, are you asking if Supreme is black-owned, Arnetta? Okay, you know what it is, Mar uh, Margaret? Okay, my friends know what drones are. Okay. So, um, you know that when you file a trademark, you have 10 years, you have to reapply every 10 years. But there is also something that you have to file called a, um, a declaration of continued use, right? So, Within the 10 years, you have to file a, a declaration of continued use, which says that basically this trademark that we have, we have been using it continuously for the last five years, and we plan on continuing, right? So now that I've given you that background, there is a drone company by the name of Hoverfly Technologies. They are a drone company. They have been in business since 2010, right? They've been using the name Hoverfly for over 10 years, right? Um, they were supposed to file their declaration of continued use in 2018, but they did not, right? But they were still using the name Hoverfly in commerce. They are still active. They're still using the name. When they did not file the declaration of continued use. There was another drone company that was keeping an eye on them. And they saw that their trademark was about to lapse. And they, as soon as the date came, they then filed a trademark application for intent to use for the name Hoverfly Incorporated. Okay? So basically, drone company number one, was doing their thing but forgot to file their paperwork to say, hey, we still out here. And drone nut company number two was looking at drone company number one, said, oh, y'all slipping. I'm about to go pick up your name, right? So Hoverfly Inc., the second drone company, filed a trademark application for Hoverfly. So Hoverfly Technologies is now opposing the trademark application for Hoverfly Incorporated. They said, look, we know we forgot to file the Section 8 paperwork, but we have been actively using this trademark for over 10 years. Not only that, we, this other company, they have only filed an intent-to-use application, which means they are not even out here using the drones yet. So we oppose their application for Hoverfly because we're still using the name. Now... Obviously, there is a conflict of interest here. You can't have two drone companies in the same place named Hoverfly. Arnetta said, when you snooze, you lose. You, yes, when you snooze, you lose. However, Hoverfly Technologies, they're still, they were still in business. They were actively using the trademark. So, we know that there is, 
obviously going to be confusion here. You can't have two drone companies named Hoverfly. But do we think that the, let me know what you guys think. Do you think that the fact that the first drone company, Hoverfly Technologies, the fact that they are actively using this trademark, does that supersede the fact that they forgot to file the declaration of continued use application? Should that be taken into account? What do you guys think? Hi, Papa. What do y'all think? I think the fact that Hoverfly Technology is actively using this trademark, they have been, they're still, they're still using it, they're still in business, is a, is like, that's a big win in their corner. This other company that filed the, the, the application, they don't even have product out yet. Shonda said no. Um, Shonda said no, it shouldn't matter. Dang, you are, you are a tough cookie, Shonda. Uh, Margaret Massey said they will prevail. It should be taken into account. Shauna said, no, girl, you missed the time. You missed the deadline. You out. Um, Shonda said they dropped the ball. Okay. And you're entitled to your opinion. I happen to think that the fact that they are still actively using the trademark when this other company isn't even using it yet, they have only filed intent to use, which means that they don't have it on the market yet. I think that that is a big, um, that that's a big point in the original Hoverfly's corner. But, you know, uh, reasonable minds can differ. So we're going to have to wait and see what happens between Hoverfly Technology and Hoverfly Incorporated. Okay? But, um, yeah, so so uh, if, if I get any updates about that, I will definitely let y'all know what's going on with the Hoverfly. Shonda... Shonda said, Hoverfly, y'all out of luck. You um, you dropped the ball. You ain't filed your paperwork. Uh, Margaret Massey said, the other company is a predator just waiting for a slip-up. And that's the thing. This is why it's important to protect your work. 76 Grim K agrees with Shonda. This is why it's important to protect your work because there are companies out here that are looking at you. They're waiting for you to slip up so they can come in here and take your stuff. This is why you need to protect your intellectual property, okay? All right. So, oh, wow, we ran over the, we came just up on the time. All right. So, those are the stories that I had for you this evening. Um, Arnetta, Arnetta said, first company can only hope for mercy. Shonda said, see. <laughs> yes, reasonable minds can differ, girl. That's why there's so many lawyers in the world, all right? Okay. So those are the stories that I had for you this evening. I want to thank you guys for your uh, participation. I always love to have you guys here giving me your opinions because you let me see other sides of an argument that I don't necessarily see. Thank you to the new people, uh, Shonda from Inglewood, California. Um, we're going to be back here tomorrow night for more stories. If you find something that you would like me to talk about, please, please, please send it my way. You know, you know I love when you send me stories. Um, I am still working on getting the the merch design. I think I'm going to do it through Teespring because that seems to be the most user-friendly because y'all know I'm not a, techno a technological person. Um, but we're going to get those to you very, very soon. Um, have a good night, everybody. Join me back here tomorrow, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, take care of yourselves. Y'all know coronavirus is, is coming back. Please wash your hands, wear your mask, stay inside if you can, all right? Have a good night. Bye.